0: Right, ladies and gents, hope you... Well, what is it? It is the second week, is it? Thursday. I think it's the second week of the holidays. It's Thursday. My house is looking very clean. (laughs) Um, Been at the garden a bit, weather permitting. Tomorrow is a big job. Big job tomorrow. So, anyway, that's the the garden. So, gardening aside, glamorous lifestyle that I lead. um, Right, I've seen a few people on Twitter talking about... There's one particular tweet... Springs to mind and somebody had mentioned, oh well, you know what, I'm used to Paul Dick's stuff and I like Paul Dick's stuff and I like Tom Bennett stuff and mm, where should I go? What should I do? What are people's opinions? Radio. I think the head needs to know what their values are. I think everything comes from the head. And I know I say this all the time and I'm a broken record, but if the head doesn't get it, then we're just screwed, really. Um, the head needs to know what he or she wants their school to look like. So, then the head trains SLT. The head trains SLT. The head should also be leading the training, I think, for the whole school, to be honest, on what really, really good behaviour looks like and what really, really good teaching looks like. But I'll come back to teaching another time. Really, really good behaviour. What does it look like? Well, details. Attention to details. Teacher vigilance. Got to remember that If you saw some of your staff with their own kids and how they talk to their own kids or how they allow their own kids to talk to them, you might be quite surprised. You might go, whoa, that's not very polite. It's not of the standard that I want adults and children to talk to one another in school. Remember, you may have 100 staff and you may have, I don't know, 1,600 kids. You might have more. You might have 2,000 kids. I've worked in school with 2,000 kids now. These are all different households with their own values and their own relationships and their own norms, and this is how we talk to each other. There you go. <laughs> so, you e you pluribus unum, I say it all the time. But the head has got to decide what does the culture of the school look like, and that means every single interaction. How do we look at each other? Facial expression, tone of voice, body language. What is acceptable, what's not acceptable. Staff will not know what is acceptable to the head unless the head tells the staff tells SLT in detail and reinforces it and goes back and goes back and goes back and over communicates. So when we, when we meet each other, we look at each other. It's normal. Some kids are shy. Okay, but they'll get better with practice. And they'll get better as they know one another. And they know each... You know, the adults know the children. And the children know the adults. We talk to each other. We don't walk past each other. It's normal. It's just habitual. Say, hello, Johnny, how are you today? You well? Did you have a good weekend? Did you ask me if I had a good weekend? That is the norm. Not just for one or two teachers. Every teacher talks like that. And we explicitly train the kids. Remember, kids, you're going to come up to us and you're going to be the ones who say it first. At the end of every lesson, remind kids. Listen, in the corridors, you're going to see loads of teachers. They're going to ask you how you are. You ask them first. Use their name. It's lovely when somebody, Sir Miss is very polite, and I like that. That's a bare minimum. But use somebody's name even nicer. If you don't know a teacher's name, you could also say, Excuse me, Miss, I don't know your name. I'm sure they'll be over the moon, and they'll tell you what their name is. We've got to normalise courtesy. Kids come from junior school, they come from several different junior schools, so there's the culture of their own home family, you know, where they come from, their parents, their brothers, their sisters, their siblings, um, it may be a family, you know, father lives in one house, mother lives in another house, there are different norms in different houses, you see that a lot, yeah, you may know situations like yourself. yourself, um, I know friends who've gone through divorces and their kids are different in different households. Well, that happens. People have different standards. People have different ideas of what is polite or not polite or what, what is normal. So you've got all that in the home context. Then you've got all of the teachers, all of the staff, all of the staff. How do they talk to their own kids? What's normal in their homes? All of the junior schools. What's normal in the culture of those junior schools? What's normal in the culture of the teachers in those junior schools? So all of those have an impact. E Pluribus Unum. The head has to know what he wants or what she wants. Now, that's why for me it's very important that greeting as they come onto the school site in the morning. Don't know how many gates you've got, but train staff to be on those gates and be warm and friendly. Yes, warm, welcoming, friendly. I talk about that, WWF. But they've got to know what it looks like because a lot of the time I've worked with staff on the gates of buildings, you know, of a school site, and they've got such low standards. They've got such low standards. They clearly, they feel very uncomfortable talking to kids. So they feel uncomfortable slowing kids down. Right, ladies and can I have a nice straight line, please? Just going to slow you down. Can we tuck our shirts in, please? Thank you very much indeed. Right, any extra earrings? Can we remove them, please? Thank you very much. They look lovely, just not for school. Thank you. Ronald Scott's down. Sorting out the trousers, please. Oh, anybody who hasn't got the right shoes, can we just stand over there, please? Thank you very much. We'll sort out your shoes. So it can't be a uniform check, but it doesn't have to be a uniform check at that point. It's an easy way to have um, an interaction, and it can be a very positive interaction. You heard what I said there. It was easy. Miss, could you just stand on one side, please? Your makeup looks lovely, but just not for school, so we'll sort that out now. And we tell kids in assemblies that we're going to do that. So nothing's a shock can't just be one adult doing that i've been there modeling that at at the gateways to buildings before school sites before and other members of staff have just stood there and looked at me and said um oh well barry's doing it then well no i'm modeling it for you i'm modeling it so you know what to say so you build your own confidence i'm modeling if somebody's facial expression tone of voice body language aren't as polite as mine I'm stopping and go try that again, please, sir, because you're not coming across as very polite. I'm sure you don't mean to come across as rude, but it is coming across as rude. Let's try that again, please. Thank you. That's better. Remember, it's really important how we talk to each other. We're very polite to you. You're very polite to us at all times. Now, will the kid be perfectly charming the way you are? Um, or hopefully you are, although a lot of adults aren't. Well, no, but we're teaching the kids that kids don't know how to be charming, do they? Because a lot of them have been practicing being quite rude and quite contemptuous for a very long time. When you're rude to adults, it's often a reflection of the culture in the school. This is how you communicate to your peers. Listen, um, I know the rules here. The rules are that we're not polite to the adults. The rules are that we don't collude with the enemy. So therefore, to fit in, to demonstrate that I'm normal, to win peer approval, I'm going to be a bit standoffish and I won't join in in lessons and I won't say hello and good afternoon and so on and so forth to adults because that's what you do here isn't it to be normal right well we're fighting that aren't we the head has to know what culture he or she wants in their school and in assemblies or recordings or both let's keep reiterating that message over and over and over again it is so important it's so so important so what was i saying to you um paul dix tom bennett Different schools of thought. I see people on Twitter talking about which direction should I go on my school policy. I'm typing my school policy. Okay, you've got to have something written down. Okay, you're going to have something written down. The writing down bit, the typing bit, isn't actually what makes it. You're going to type something up, but people aren't really going to read it. And they're not going to understand it. And they're going to misinterpret it. And you could write war and peace as a behaviour policy. And there'd still be things that you would miss out. Things that you can't preempt. So write your behaviour policy. Make the steps, the escalation steps quite clear. Um, you can do a paragraph on, look, we're developing a culture that's warm, welcoming and friendly. We're very vigilant towards facial expression, tone of voice, body language. You could write a book on it, yeah? But it doesn't mean to say it's going to go in. The norms of courtesy will only become norms, will be normalised when... Adult, I starts with the head and SLT, very obviously modelling, modelling, modelling those norms all the time. So you're at the gate in the morning. Nice to see you, ladies and gents. How are you doing? you well. If a kid isn't polite, you put them to one side. You could just be as light touch as Johnny. Can we try that again? Please, doesn't come across as very polite. I'm sure, you don't mean to, but let's try it again. If he's still, well, not, still not right, Johnny. I'm going to put you to one side and then we'll sort that out in a minute. Now, will you change Johnny? Johnny may be. Uh, you may change Johnny but Johnny may be extremely impolite and he's been practicing this for a very very long time and he's very good at it and that is his habit but the other kids that see you pulling up rudeness and not allowing tiny signs of rudeness to occur that's who you're really looking at remember I talk about 10 stunning kids 10 hard work kids 80 kids in the middle they're just looking who do I side with who runs this school The 80 kids in the middle are the kids that you are trying to change. Now, you will change the hardcore kids to a certain extent. But don't expect miracles there. Because they have invested a lot of their self-concept in, I don't collude with the enemy. I don't collude with the adults. All those kids in the middle, those 80% of kids, that a lot of them do walk past deliberately sullen, deliberately rude, deliberately head down. You know the kids, hello, Johnny, how are you today? You well? No, I'm not. The kids that deliberately, thought, oh, we'll try that again, please. That's not how we greet one another. Comes across as rude. If there's a problem, we'll help. Please tell us and we'll do everything we can to help. But the normal greeting is, how are you? I'm very well, thanks, sir. That has to be the norms. Now, I know you're going to get all that well. We'll get all the usual mental health people on going, you can't tell children to say they're well when they're not well. You can't ask people to make eye contact. You can't ask people to say hello. I'm going to say you're wrong. I'm going to say yes. Let's normalise being pleasant and sociable. And let's normalise making other people feel comfortable and welcome and wanted. Kids will be shy. You practice with them so they become less shy. There you go. And we've got to use a bit of notes as well. There'll be some extreme kids. And so the more you build up your relationship with those kids, the better they'll become. Of course they will. But when we build up a relationship, if it's one teacher going out of his or her way to be friendly, hello, Johnny, how are you? Oh, try it again, please, Johnny. And then eventually we get there with Johnny. If lots of other teachers just avoid that kid because he's rude and sullen, let's face it, he's not great company, is he? You don't want to spend time with him because he's not nice to be around. But we've got to try and change that culture within the school because there are so many kids in schools that are deliberately rude that they, they tip the balance. They tip the balance. You know, there are certain classes that you'll teach and you'll think, oh, that we can talk about good classes and bad classes. So at some point, there must be a tipping point, mustn't there? There must be a tipping point. So we want to make the tipping point in our favour where it's normal. So we greet them as they come in the building. We greet them in corridors. We, as they come in, nice to see you, ladies and gents. We greet them. I'm not going to advocate standing at the door greeting all 30 kids as they come in. No, I want to greet the first five. Then I'm at the center of the room. Then I'm probably doing some chanting. i reminded them about pens, equipment. Um, pens, pencils, rulers. Pen, pencil, ruler. Pen, pencil, rulers. I would have been reminded about coach, equipment, bags, coach, equipment, bags. It's just the standard fare that you repeat, repeat, repeat. So it's normalized across the school. As they at the end of the lesson, you thank them for the lesson. They thank you for the lesson. As a norm, some teachers are uncomfortable asking the children to thank them for the lesson. No, I think you are wrong. I think you should be. They should be thanking you, and we should be saying to them, "Listen, I am thanking you. You thank me. It's normal, right?" That's not saying they're the greatest pupils in the world. It's not saying you are the greatest teacher in the world, but it's saying uh, an attitude of gratitude. I've given you my time and my energy. Hopefully, I planned a halfway decent lesson. Although a lot of lessons aren't very good. They're not. But still, the children should be saying, thanks, miss, thanks for lesson, miss, thanks for lesson, sir. That seems normal to me. And also, I want them to say that phrase, thanks for the lesson, sir, thanks for the lesson, miss. It's a full sentence. In the same way, if I'm slowing down a uh, a group of children coming towards me and say, listen, Jansen, just going to stop you there, going to go single file, please. As you go past, morning, sir. Just two words, morning, sir. I want morning, sir. I want the word, sir. And by saying the word, sir, I'm testing who are the kids that deliberately will not say sir, who deliberately will not look at me, who will say cheers, who will try and say bud or mate. They will try it in lots of different ways. So you must be vigilant. The head's got to get that message across to staff. And when the head sees a member of staff with standards that are lower than his or hers, lower than what should be the school norm, the head has to say, excuse me, miss, I just want to try that again. Johnny, I think you need to be more polite because we're very polite to you and you're very polite to us. So we're going to try that again. So, Miss, if you wouldn't mind, you're going to say good morning to to Johnny and Johnny's going to say it back to you. But, Johnny, when you say it back, you'll say, Miss will say good morning and you'll say, morning, Miss, how are you today? Let's try that, please, because it's much more polite. Go for it, Johnny. Now, if he's sullen and sulky when you get him to do that, well, there's definitely an issue. So I'm going to take Johnny and say, Johnny, I'm going to talk to you about this. This isn't good at all. The school norm is, we always greet each other. Morning, Miss. Morning, sir. How are you today? I'm well, thanks, sir. How are you? This shouldn't come out of the blue to Johnny. Johnny's going to feel uh, um, ill at ease and a bit, um, what do I do now? What do I do now? And a bit, um, I don't want to use the word anxious because the silly word. is overused. A bit sort of, oh, I feel a bit awkward because He's not used to greeting adults. Well, of course, if that's not the norm in the school, but it needs to become the norm in the school, and it only becomes the norm in the school when that is over communicated from the top, from the head. The head is being very, very vigilant with his SLT because SLT get this wrong a lot, and the head doesn't pull them up on it. We've got to, we've got to not be afraid to offend people. We've got in that SLT meeting, in staff meeting, say, listen, I've got to be honest. I say a lot of you, you're allowing kids to be quite rude to you. I don't know why you're doing this. It's as if you don't have the confidence to stop a kid and say, no, Johnny, we're going to try that again because you're not coming across as politely as I am. I'm very polite to you. You're very polite to me. We've all got to do this. It's got to become the norm. It will only become the norm if we're all picking up on the little details, the facial expression, the tone of voice, the body language. Now, in terms of merits, demerits, all the rest of it, I like the system. have used it Michael. i used it Charter, I've used it... And other schools as well. Um I'm trying to think of different schools and I'll I'll give them this this system. And then sometimes they try to mess it up a little bit, but it's just such a simple system. One demerit, you're halfway towards a detention, two demerits, you've got a detention, three demerits, you're on call. I like that because something is logged, and it means then you can have a merit balance, you know, positive or negative. And also you remind them, ladies and gents, begin the lessons. Uh what I'm looking for, um, slant shape and steps, dead easy. So sitting up straight with the arm's folder when I'm talking, please, please don't fiddle. I need 100% undivided attention. I need you to ask and answer lots of questions so you're going to get merits. That's an easy way to get merits. Really important. Give me big projected answers, please. Full sentences. Fill the room with your university voice. That's what I'm looking for. It's easy. You tell them at the beginning of the lesson. Ladies and gents, we're looking for slant. Sitting up straight, Listen carefully, Ask and answer questions. Never interrupt, track the teacher. You don't need to say all five things. But so tracking me, please, ladies and gents. 100% undivided attention. Or you can use star. We're sitting up straight, please. We're tracking the teacher. Now, if you want to get achievement points, you ask and answer questions. Dead simple. Now, remember, I'm very polite to you. You're very polite to me. That's respect, isn't it? We're sitting up straight with our arms folded. Why? Well, it's just because it's... Oh, you know People tend to fiddle otherwise. So, I don't want you to fiddle. I know it's tempting you to fiddle. I know sometimes lessons can be a bit boring. So, I need you to concentrate. Sitting up straight with arms folded, nothing in your hands, is going to help you concentrate. As opposed to fiddling with a pen, doodling... You're actually thinking about something else, and I need you to think about the words of the teacher in the lesson. We're working hard, we're not perfect, but you have to play your part. So explain all of this to kids and and to teachers in recordings, in podcasts to families, and recordings to be played in form periods, uh, in assemblies, in a bank of recordings that all staff can hear and kids can hear and parents can hear again and again and again. We've got to normalise. We're polite to one another. We've got to normalise. Right, ladies and gents, this is how you're going to get merits. Dead easy at the start of every lesson. At the end of the lesson, reminding them, ladies and gents, it's been a pleasure. In the corridors, remember, single file, eyes, front, shoulder, against the wall. Really important because we're not pushing and shoving. And it's just polite to people, isn't it? Seeing each other, teachers, we say, morning, miss, morning, sir. How are you, miss? How are you, sir? We ask them because it's a nice thing to do. It makes them feel wanted it makes them feel welcome it makes them... A sense of belonging. Somebody mentioned on Twitter about, oh, children need a sense of belonging. Well, you know, often kids in school get their sense of belonging from their mates, don't they? You go to school to impress your mates. And if in a particular school the culture is such that um, we're not polite to adults, that's a marker of social acceptance, then that's how those kids get their sense of belonging. I belong to this tribe. In this tribe, we are not nice to adults. I show I'm part of the tribe by being rude to adults. So I want to change that. Change that value. And I want the bigger tribe, the school, the school culture to be, we are very polite to each other. We go out of a way to be polite to each other. We do meet and greet. It is the norm. And if you're slightly rude in your facial expression, tone of voice, body language, we will pick you up on it every single time. Not because we're nasty. Not because we're cruel and we want you to suffer. Far from it. The reason we pick you up on it is you're coming across as really rude and that will make you unemployable. What kind of... Father, will you become mother? Will you become parent? Will you become um, employee, employer, boyfriend, girlfriend? Come on. How how do you talk to your parents? You know, a lot of kids that I work with, and a lot of schools that I work with, the parents will come back with, oh, the children are more polite at home than they were. Yeah, because we're deliberately teaching them to be super polite. In this school, we're extra polite. Whatever happens outside, in this school, we're extra polite. So there you go. So... Ninety minutes. Just a reminder, really, it's it's writing down your behaviour policy, yeah, you're gonna type something up which nobody's gonna read and they're not really gonna understand. But you're gonna do it anyway. You don't need the posters either around the room with slanting and shape of steps. You really don't need them, but you're probably gonna do it. It's making courtesy the norm. It's over communicating what courtesy in this school looks like. Because what courtesy looks like in this school will probably not be what courtesy looks like in the homes of your staff, in the homes of the pupils, in the homes uh, on the culture of the different schools the kids have come from. You're creating a pluribus unum. You're creating a unit. We are together. We have one strong culture in every classroom, with every interaction in this school, and it's distinctly different from the cultures of the junior schools we came from, from the homes we come from, um, from the interaction that we see beyond these school gates. But how do we train that interaction to make it courtesy the norm? We're very, very, very explicit what courtesy is in this school. So miss, thank you, excuse me, please. When we meet each other and greet each other, we're friendly. I say smile, but smile, what is that? It's your facial expression, it's your tone of voice, it's your body language. We're not going around grinning, that would be weird. But we make people feel welcome. We, there's a big difference between meeting somebody with a grimace and meeting somebody with a, a pleasant expression on your face. And that's what I want. Children practice doing that hard-faced, sudden look a lot. And they get away with it a lot. And it's a the way they use to push kids, uh, push parents and adults buttons generally. Don't let them push your buttons. No, no, no. Tell them up front, look, when you do that, it's rude. You know it's rude. You're doing it for a reaction. The reaction you're going to get is... um. I'm very polite to you, you're very polite to me and we will correct you every single time and it'll be a pain in the butt and you'll not like being corrected but then you'll learn this is what the norm is here I've seen some of you, how you sulk and how you rude to your parents you are not going to do it here, I think it's really really bad you're doing it at home you are not going to do it here, this is not how we treat one another at this school there you go, so I'm sure I've offended lots of people there for a change um Get in touch if you fancy some CPD with me. We're talking spring term, really. Man, I get some cancellations. It sometimes does happen. Um, so keep in touch anyway. Just drop your DM. We can have a little chat. Um, talk about what you're interested in, what you want to do with your school. Obviously, I talk about behaviour a lot because ultimately, if behaviour is not solid, then everything else is just meaningless, isn't it? Um, but really, when I go into schools, I'm also looking at the teaching. Because the teaching often is not good. We've actually got whole school systems set up that make teachers' jobs more difficult. Um, there's lots and lots of factors there. So get in touch if you want to talk about CPD with me. Easy. Thank you very much. Uh, what did I say? Yeah, at the moment I'm doing lots of jobs well, do three days in a school come back in a couple of weeks, three days in a school, come back in a couple of weeks, three days in a school. Sometimes when it's a long distance, I'll do four days just because the distances are so long. Um, think about that. That can work well. It doesn't have to be that model, but it does mean I can get a really good grip on the school and its current culture and its current systems and we can fix assemblies, we can fix internal isolation, we can fix detention, we can fix lesson changeovers. we can fix break, we can fix assemblies, we can fix the meeting and greeting in the morning, we can fix there are so many core elements that can be fixed and can be quick fixed. Pretty quickly if you just get to the heart of the matter and don't try to reinvent the wheel too much. Um I say this a lot, but there's a When I work with schools, often they'll try to reinvent things. Just don't. Just honestly just just go with what I'm saying. Get that embedded, and then we can change things. Because sometimes it's a procrastination technique, really. Trying to avoid the hard work of, come on then, let's just do it, with, should we tweak this, should we tweak that? Well, there are little tweaks that really aren't that important. What's important is, you know what you want, you know what values you want, and you embed those values with every single interaction. There'll be tweaks made over time, everything, nothing's set in stone. There you go. Anyway, get in touch if you want to do CPD. Cheers, bye.